Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. This is Franklin Leonard, host of the Blacklist Table Reads, the podcast where we take the best screenplays Hollywood hasn't yet made and we turn them into movies for your ears. Uh, check us out, Blacklist Table Reads. But right now, you're about to listen to a very exciting new podcast from the creator of YouTube web series, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. This is Issa Rae's 10-part audio drama titled Fruit, and it's available exclusively on How, but you're going to get a taste right here. Fruit chronicles the professional football player and his relationship with his family, friends, and teammates as he navigates his world in the alpha male-dominated world of professional sports. This is episode two. If you want to hear episode one, you can find it right here in your Earwolf Presents feed or on the How app. Go do it. The following is based on true events. Names and locations have been changed to protect all involved. I'm not sure if I mentioned this yet or ever made this clear, but I'm not the football player you think I am. This is not his story. This is my story. I mean, I respect that dude. You know, but he didn't get a chance to prove himself on the field, really. I mean, there's no question that he opened a new door to professional football. Thanks to him, guys might be able to just be themselves. Where I am right now, I just want to prove myself as a player, just like everybody else. And if I'm remembered at all on the field, I don't want an asterisk next to my name. I just want to be remembered as great. When you're a third, fourth-string running back to a team that's pass-heavy, and you walk into a sports firm, you might as well just wear your uniform because no one is going to know who you are. Conversely, being a 6'3", 225-pound black man makes you a generic sports player. So, as long as you look good and you talk like a communications major, you can walk right in and no one would question you. I mean, would you? I was there to talk to Sia. It had been weeks since I seen her. Actually, the last time was that night, so that must have been almost like two months or so. But no, I wasn't there to talk about the kiss or anything. I genuinely wanted to talk to her about the possibility of going to another team so I could get more opportunities on the field. If he can run a 4.47 on an off day, can you imagine what he can do if he's fresh? Yes, I know the liability and I'll make sure he stays green. Thanks for the opportunity. <sighs> Do you have a minute? Oh, did I miss a call? No, I didn't call. Thought I'd just drop in. Okay, 
Uh, well, I have a few minutes just next time. If you call, I can schedule you in. I mean, it's okay that you're here now, but just next time, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. I get it. Yeah, so... Yeah, so, uh, sorry. Well, I really just... Hold on, Alex, Alex, hey, hi. If you're there, can you come over when you can? Just got this assistant. She's new, like, real new, like, fresh from graduation new. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, well, I'm here because I'm getting no love. Um, from who? My coach. So, sorry, uh, my coach. I, I meant to say I'm getting no love from my coach. Oh, okay, <laughs> your coach. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to know uh, what's out there. If somebody farted in a crowded elevator, that would have been less suffocating than being in her office. I immediately regretted not having called. I just thought if I showed up, it would be better. Okay, well, you know the deal, bruh. I don't need payment. Come on. (laughs) I finally started to relax and cracked a smile. So I was actually relieved she found an out and took it. The payment she was referring to was a dollar. It's a thing she does with me to one, bust my balls, to remind me that her time is precious. And two, to make up for the 64 cents of the dollar she gets compared to her male counterparts. I know all about the pay gap and all, but I don't really know if it's like that in her firm. Either way, it's a thing we've done for a while whenever I come to the office and need a favor. I'm still a junior and not at the top of the... Alex, hi. Did you get my message? Yeah, I did. Uh, Sorry I didn't respond. I thought I had to press the pound sign, then your number. It's the star sign. Star 204. Star 204. Got it. Hey. Hi. Um, can you go over the mailing list on MailChimp for next month's fundraiser? Uh, yes, of course. Make sure it includes our agency, our clients, VAA, eight-sided circle, dynasty athletes, and foremost athletes. Make sure to include that it's a black tie event, no more than plus one per guest, and if they need more tickets to call us no later than the 25th. Got it. Hey, I was wondering, will assistants be attending the event as well? Yes, of course. You're a part of the company. Really? Oh my god, I'm so excited. I've got to figure out what to wear. Go for a modern minimalist. It'll go with the formality of the venue while maintaining the mood of the event. Makes perfect sense. Like the Olsen twins minus the oversize. Sure. You'll be with the interns greeting all the guests that will have received their email from... Me. I got it. I have the list. Great. Oh, and do me a favor and close the door behind you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. The Olsen twins are still popping? Anyway, about that dollar. I was glad she was making an effort to get things back to normal between us. The thing was, though, I didn't have a dollar. I only had a 20, and that bill still had a number on it I yet to call. Trust me when I say she'd take the 20 in a heartbeat. You take plastic? You're telling me you don't have a single dollar on you? <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> I don't believe you. Let me see your wallet. Nope. Uh-uh. Nah. There was no way I was going to let that girl take my 20. I tossed her my Amex card. Take it. You know I'm going to have to use this, right? It's the price I pay for your expertise, right? Pretty much. Okay, so tell me again. Basically, you want to see if any teams are looking for a running back, right? Pretty much. Well, I honestly think being shopped around shouldn't be your biggest concern right now. Well, it kind of is when I'm not getting any playtime. Well, I personally think you should just focus on the team you're on. Well, I personally think you should at least try to do what your client is asking. Client? Really? You know those old shit moments where you immediately kind of regret what you said, but are like, fuck it, I'm not backing down? I just looked at her blankly, like, you heard what I said. 
Well, as you are one of the many clients that this agency represents, my advice stands. Now, I will keep a loose ear out if anyone is looking for a third string running back. Wow. Way to put me in my place. Thanks for being great at what you do. I'm sure you'll be a senior agent in no time. And then she gave me a, oh, you're going to go there, look. That was wrong. Sorry, look, I take that back. No, 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 no. Don't take that back. That's how you're going to be like a little kid. That's fine. You wouldn't be the first. You know what's happened to me since the last time I saw you? I've been busy. Babysitting. Taking care of subpar players with subpar stats that no senior agent wants to deal with. This week, I was assigned to work with the highest profile player I've yet to have. The catch? He's a rookie that's got a fucking DUI. So it's apparently my job to be his guardian angel and making the right life choices. I tell myself that this is just a part of paying my dues. Everyone goes through this in the beginning of any career. So I ignore the other male junior agents working not nearly as hard as me, yet seemingly gaining more opportunities for growth. Because in the grand scheme of things, this just thickens my skin, just makes me a better person because even when I get to the top, I will always be looked at with a hint of doubt. I know just as much about sports as every agent here. And I'm here for a reason more than being a diverse face on the website like a damn stock photo. So when I give you the advice to focus on your team, I am giving you my professional opinion. Kindly, mind you, because in the last eight weeks while I've been busy, you've managed to only be mediocre in preseason and just scrape past getting cut inside the 53-man roster. And since the season began, what have you even been doing? Not much. I, I, I mean, I'm only getting two, three carries. So basically, throughout almost the first quarter this year, you've been getting about two to three carries. Okay. And how many yards have you been getting? Oh, don't answer. I already know. 2.76 yards. See, I've actually been paying attention all this time. Essentially, with the little you've been given, you are giving back equally little yardage. Why would anyone give you more than what you deserve? Quit asking for more opportunities and make something with the ones you have. I didn't know what the fuck to say. So I replied how any idiot that just got called out would do. I went below the belt. Is this because of the last time we saw each other? Listen, <clears throat> you know what? No, I am not going to go there. I am not going to let you discredit everything I just said by letting you change the subject. Good. I mean, I was just asking, you know, so you know, I'm, 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 I mean, I heard you, you know, because I'm seeing someone else. Good for you. I know you heard me, so I guess there isn't anything else to say. I guess there isn't. Nope. Have a good game this weekend. Thank you. I will. Huh? No. I made it up. I wasn't seeing anyone at the time. I hadn't even sent a text to Gerard since he gave me his number. And up to that point, he was the closest personal interaction I'd ever had with another guy. And really, he was more like a symbol to me. I mean, I've been around guys close before, but I was different. You can definitely tell he was still on my mind up to that point, though. I definitely built up an infatuation on a one-minute interaction. The next game I would play would arguably be a milestone for my career. Though statistically, it wasn't a breakout game or anything. It all happened so fast, and honestly, I didn't process it till later that evening. We played in New York. I remember not from the stadium or the team we played, but the way the streets were that night.
2.05 left in the third quarter in New York Territory, third down at the 48. They line up in the eye formation. The eye in precipitation. Third and inches, could you make a more obvious play than they're about to make? There's the Warrior. No opening that time as the big guys shut him down for no gain. Last week it was a concern of Metzger's negative plays when he got across the midfield. Now the Warrior. Uh-oh. Holding his right leg. Medical staff is going to take a look at their star running back. Oh, man. As you can see, right, right there towards the end, it looks like he buckles down just before contact. Fourth quarter, 10.22 on the clock, second and third. Big guys on their own 35. Visiting team has the lead by four. Luke Warrington takes the snap, throws it deep to the crew. Touchdown, big guys! Fourth quarter, eight minutes, 45 seconds. Another great read by Kareem Masterson. Runs on the outside for another first down. He has been just a great feeling all quarter. And we're at second and eight on the opposing team's 45. Number 24 gets swallowed up in the middle for no gain. As an undrafted pick from Princeton University, this is his first season now in the practice squad. Princeton, they make football players there. You can't come from the practice squad and make plays like that, or you're going to find yourself right back on the bench. Timeout New York, down by three on fourth down and 10 yards to go. What would you do, Terrell? Well, with only a minute 40 to go, I'd definitely pass here, Skip. You know New York is going to go man coverage. Reem has been playing well, but I trust my wideouts here to beat out the back end. I agree with you, Terrell. With the rain gone, I'd have my wideouts run the side and possibly chuck the ball middle of the tight end. All right, here we go. They line up in spread formation. Possible last play of the game. Winston takes a snap. Blitz. Winston scrambles and widely pitches to He shakes off to the defensive end and finds room for the first down for a 14-yard gain. That was the last play I ran that game. Reem ended up with the game-winning touchdown, but my play changed momentum and kept the drive alive. There's this feeling right before a play is snapped that's similar to breathing. I think they talk about it in yoga or some shit, but it's the moment in between breaths. This pause, this moment of ubiquity, where you feel you are physically and mentally somewhere all at once. That's where I was after the game. Reeling from everything that happened back at the stadium and standing on the corner of 2nd and Bowery. The cement was wet. There was no rain. You could hear the tire tread splash against the rear of cars going by. I stood across the street from a bar looking out like a voyeur wanting to go in. I told myself, I'm going to cross the street and go inside. That was the closest I'd been. I stared at a red neon light of a rooster. It must have been past 2 a.m. because the night was quiet outside, enough to hear muffled songs seeping through the cracked door. I thought of Gerard, like he'd miraculously be there, and I finally play out what could have been. I decided to move forward into the club. Whereas I see clarity on the field, I saw blackness in the club. I shook past the defensive end, past my three-yard average. I hit a sea of bodies whose faces I couldn't even put together. I broke free through a tackle that would have ended the game. I slid between small cracks of arm space and hands of men touching each other. 
I burst like a rocket for a 14-yard gain that was critical for Reem's game-winning touchdown. I stood still in the middle of the dance floor as a room full of men danced against my body. Hours before, in the brightness of the locker room, I shared in the celebration of a hard battle fought. There in the darkness, I basked in the movement of bodies. I wanted more of that. I wanted more football. I wanted more of that touch. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Fruit was created by Issa Rae, executive produced by Issa Rae, Benoni Tego, and Denise Davis. It was recorded and mixed by Charles Stella. Music and sound design by Charles Stella. Production assistance by Sidney Lowe. Fruit was written by Mike Gaio, Theo Macabeo, and DK Zoku. Starring Roderick Davis, Utopia Essex, and Andrew Allen James. With an ensemble cast played by Tristan Winger, Chris Sosa, and Heather Sims. Fruit is a Howl original and a production of Midrow Media and Issa Rae Productions. Support for Fruit comes from MailChimp. Next time on Fruit. Yeah, I watch porn. What dude doesn't? I mean, I'm not one of those porn kind of sewers who sits there and watches a full movie from beginning to end and leaves reviews and shit. I mean, but yeah, I started watching gay porn in college. And I still watch the straight joints, too. But tonight, I was in the mood for non-stop, man-to-man, sweaty-ass, pounding, terribly active. Fruit. To hear the rest of the story as it unfolds week by week, sign up for Howl Premium today. If you go to howl.fm, howl.fm, and use the promo code FRUIT, that's fruit, like the thing you eat, uh, you can get your first month free. Do it now. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Dolly, y'all! This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que no está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Hola, Nesea. Spanish Aki Presents. Earwolf. 
This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.